Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome back to my podcast. My name is Lorena and this is the Pooch. Wow, that was really sprightly. Um it's like 10 o'clock at night. I have, I'm gambling so hard right now. I have a toddler in bed. Man, the bribery is next level to keep her in bed these days. I'll get into that in a second. And I have a newborn. He's now nine weeks. Can I still consider him a newborn? I'm not sure. But anyway, a baby in the other room. I'm watching him now. And I'm hoping I can get through this episode with minimal interruptions. But we'll see how we go. So my daughter, the toddler, she's three Um, and her sleep is still not that great. I am in bribery territory at the moment. I don't know. I swear, like if you asked me any of this before becoming a mum, I would have been like, no, you know, she needs to learn how to sleep because she, she wants to, she's got to be self-driven, blah, blah. Right now I'm like anything I can do to get her to sleep, bribery, you name it. I have had the Easter bunny on speed dial for weeks. Easter's come and gone and the Easter Bunny and I are still chatting every day via text message, just so you know. Um, I give him daily updates on how her sleep is going. He gave her a mermaid sleeping bag as kind of a reward for having tried really, really, really hard to stay in her bed for a week. Um, but I don't know if this is mean or not. I'm probably being really cruel. But that mermaid sleeping bag is conditional so she can keep it as long as she keeps trying to stay in bed and so far it's kind of working she actually tried to return it to him last night which was like I was like shit now what do I do so she called me to a room and in the middle of the night she's like actually I've decided that I'm I don't want this the mermaid sleeping bag anymore it's going back to the Easter bunny and I was like shit okay so I I took it and I was like all right I'll just give him a call and let him know that you're done with it like we you've only had it a week and we've been doing really well And so I had a chat with the Easter Bunny and I was there, you know, having a chat with him and and he said, you know, to leave it on the balcony. So I put it outside. (laughs) Like, I don't know what to do. I like calling her bluff, basically. And she went along with it and she was like, yep, he can have it. I put it outside and she was like, okay, well, I'm coming to sleep in your bed now, which honestly, I love co-sleeping and I have no problem with it. Sleep's another episode. The problem is that I we just don't get any time I don't get any time to do anything anything at all like the fact that it's 10 o'clock at night and I'm recording a podcast is miraculous and that's only because of all the bribery that's been going on lately so I would love to have her sleeping in my bed every night the problem is 
between the time that she should be going to bed and me going to bed where it is where most parents seem to get life done you know even if it's a bit of cleaning the kitchen sorted whatever she wants to stay up and she just can't you know can't go to bed so I've been working so hard at her going to bed and staying in bed from like you know a decent time so I've got time to do what I need to do and so when she was willing to hand the the sleeping bag back and just climb into my bed I was like oh fuck what do I do so I was like no we, we still need to try like you still need to try and go and go to your bed and at, at that point she regret returning the sleeping bag so she started crying and she was like you know I, I, th- I think I'll actually want it so I was like quick I better run outside to see that he hasn't taken it because if he takes it it's gone like it's going to go to another kid I feel so cruel because she's like flipping out that she's lost this beautiful mermaid sleeping bag anyway um, long story short she's in her bed right now in a beautiful mermaid sleeping bag so let's see if I can get through this episode uh, without her waking up <laughs> I don't know um, my son has hip dysplasia and um the moment i basically what happens you all know this he's born they straight away do all the checks they checked his hips they heard a click um and so i was sent for an ultrasound at six weeks at two days after the ultrasound the sonographer basically when i was getting it done she was like oh it's really mild you should be right you'll probably be sent back for another ultrasound um but instead two days later I got a call from the hospital and they were like right you're coming in in two days he's going to get you know fixed into a an, a harness and it'll be six to 12 weeks of that harness at least or you know roughly we have to you know assess to see how he's going and I was like what I was so thrown so put like just compl- caught me off guard because I did not expect him to go into this harness um if you know anyway if you've if you've gone through it yourself you may relate um to what I'm about to say but it was just to me it was so daunting and so shocking to think that he would he he would be in this harness and for such a long time and I started really panicking about all the things that he might miss out on tummy time you know any potential milestones during that time that he's going to miss because he's in this harness that basically keeps his legs in a really specific position so that his hips can develop properly um anyway so that threw me off at first but I have to say with the support of my beautiful friend whose daughter went through the same thing um and just kind of getting my head around it I I feel like I'm barely noticing it now so it's been a week and a bit I didn't do an episode last week because I was just I don't know I think I was a bit off um but it's going fine so if you're ever in a position where this comes up um I promise you it it's it's hard at first but you do get through it and it it ends up feeling like nothing well not nothing but it is challenging it just it ends up feeling like just part of your daily routine so into the episode episode 33 I wanted to talk about because it's been playing on my mind lately um being boring (laughs) Um, and how being boring messes with my sense of who I am Um, I think that becoming a mum and obviously this you know my podcast is about mums I talk about mums I talk about um, obviously people who identify the same way that I do as as the default parent Um, 
but I feel like this role has turned me and many others and I'm not trying to say this to be offensive but it feels like you're the boring person in the family in the family unit and let me get to why before people get really offended at me um I feel like when you are in a role, when you when you're in a position like like the default parent, uh, if you if you don't know what the default parent is, basically it is the parent who, in a sense, is the default in parenting related things. So you're basically always on the clock. Um, when you need to step away, you kind of oh, there's the baby. Hang on, I'll be back. Okay, so I'm back. Uh, we're feeding and you might hear some some baby noises in the background but I just want to stay on track because I don't want to lose my train of thought so the default parent if you don't know what it is it's the parent who basically is always on the clock uh, the one who you know announces when they need to go to the toilet announces when they need to have a shower um, is always thinking ahead planning thinking about what the babies need um, trying to you know operate and manage the family that kind of stuff so um, I guess what what puts us in the position of the default tends to be and why it tends to be mums let's call it what it is um, is because you know initial in the initial stages of the beginning of the baby's life you are the one that um, is home take, maybe takes parental leave with the baby or even even just in the first first stages where you're really you know um, whether you're feeding or not, but you're you're staying close, you're in the hospital, you've given birth, whatever it might be, you end up being the one that knows the baby better, that knows the routine better, that knows what needs to happen, that tracks everything. Um, and down the track that just puts you in the position of being the default <laughs> that that you know is the is the parent. Um, and you know and and all all the activities and tasks that consume your day to day, um, basically are parenting related and if you need to step out of that you have to call for someone your partner or whoever else to step in on your behalf so to me that oh my god you can totally hear all the all the little drinking noises um to me that default position because of the tasks that that are involved and I guess because of um the fact that you you start to have to think about things from a more responsible way, it's made me feel like a really boring person. This sounds really horrible, but that's how I feel. So, so kind of rewind a little bit. Before I had kids, um, I used to consider myself, or I still kind of do, but in reality I'm very different. I used to consider myself to be someone that was spontaneous, um, I've always loved a last minute plan. Like when people are just like, Hey, what are you doing? I'm in the area. Let's catch up. I've always loved that. Absolutely. Just, I feel like they're the plans that always end up being the best times because there's no kind of preconceived idea about how the night's going to go. It just, it just, you know, you just, it just happens. It unfolds and it becomes so much fun. Um, I tend to be the person who wants to drag out a night. So like I'm if, if I'm out or a holiday or whatever the plan is, like I tend to try and make it longer than what it is. I'm definitely not the first person who's calling it a night or saying, look, I've got to go home or whatever. It's me who's like, what are we doing after this? You know, when are we, you know, we will go out for dinner and then I want to find the place 
to continue to kick on basically um or if we're going on a holiday i'm like why don't we add a couple of days to the trip and go via xyz place whatever i'm always trying to bulk out a plan because i that i just love to have fun i love to have be spontaneous um i like to do things you know spare of the moment type stuff I yeah I'm I'm kind of I've always considered myself to be someone who's really down for whatever like I'm happy to to just go and have some fun. Um now <laughs> I'm the opposite and not because I want to be it's kind of cuz I have to be and it really kills me and it's kind of blown my sense of fun or be, being a fun person um just out the window. I I think I've said this. Oh my god, he just farted. <laughs> this is going to be a really interesting episode. You're right, Baba. Um, soon he's going to burp. I'm sure. Um, if you called me, you could you couldn't insult me more than by calling me boring. Like that to me is is so. It's such a knockdown of my character because I feel like there is nothing I'd want to be than any anything less than boring. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I've just 
had to stop, finish the feed and put him to bed because it was getting a little noisy. I feel like you could hear that whole feed during the last few minutes. Um, but as I was saying, you know, there's nothing that would insult me more than to to consider myself boring. And that's literally where I am now as a mum. And I feel like being in the position of default parent is what puts people in that kind of boring role as well. Because at the end of the day, you're responsible for not just not just what's happening right now with the kids, but you're 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 looking ahead, right? Um, you lose that sense of spontaneity. I can't be spontaneous, but have my kids home at a decent time so that they have a decent sleep and they don't wake through the night, um, you know. And if they do wake through the night, I have to, unfortunately, cut the fun and send them back to bed. Like I can't be the one that's you know, saying let's have a movie night until three in the morning because the kid suffers, but I suffer as well. So there's consequences all around. I'm the one who rushes to get everyone out of the house on time for something, whatever it might be, an appointment or the plan that we have. You know, unfortunately, at the end of a plan where I used to be the one that wanted to kick on, now I'm the one that's like, you know, calling it over I'm the one that's saying okay well it's probably better you know time to wrap this up because we've got to get home we've got to get you know I'm thinking about taking sleeping kids out of the car and getting them to bed and brushing their teeth and all that the kind of stuff that is so mundane really and you know I I feel like having that role of of kind of taking charge and stopping the fun and or or you know there's a, there's a bluey episode you've probably seen it i think it's called the pool or the swimming pool or something like that where the dad wants to take the the kids for a swim and before there's any time to think about what is to happen while they're at the pool they're at the door and they've gone to the swimming pool and there's so many things that can't happen because they hadn't thought about sunscreen or bringing floaties or snacks or you know all that kind of stuff all the stuff that the kids consider boring at first, um, which and then the mum rocks up with all the stuff and then she kind of saves the day. But it's like that, you know, having to be that person that's always thinking about those things. The problem for me there is that not only am I, I, I don't mind, you know, the mental load. It's frustrating, but I don't mind the mental load of those things. But the problem for me is where it, it creeps into my time with my kids. Like I don't like to consider myself a boring person but that's my issue to deal with my identity and all that stuff which you know obviously this podcast is a lot about but what I what makes me cringe is the thought that my kids would consider me boring as well because and I am like that's that's the thing that that's frustrating me at the moment because it's kind of like the time that I'm spending with my kids I'm always also doing something else or focusing on something else. Um, For example, I might be grocery shopping, but it's got to be quick and I've got my hands full and I can't, you know, so to speak, stop and smell the roses with my kids and and make the experience fun because I'm thinking about what has to happen next. Um, I'm not, you know, I don't get to just go to the supermarket and walk into to Woolies and go hey let's grab an ice cream today let's make it fun like let's just go and get the one thing that we need in this moment no because I've thought about the whole week you know what I mean like I've gone 
we need nappies, we need stuff in the kitchen, we need cleaning. We need... So I've gone into the supermarket knowing that I have a whole week and a whole family to think about. I don't get that opportunity to just go, let's stuff everything. Let's not think about anything else. What do we want? We want an ice cream. We're just going to go in, get the ice cream and have that moment that's specifically around having the fun. And that to me is is the bit that I want. I don't, you know, I don't want to always be the the boring one that's like, you know, sit quietly in the pram. I'll entertain you with some snacks while I get groceries done. I want to run in and be like, stuff all the stuff we we need to buy. Let's go and, and just buy the, the fun ice cream and sit and enjoy it and, you know, have some fun. That, you know, I feel like the non-default parent gets to have those moments because they're not responsible for or they're not made responsible for thinking big picture. So they get to stop and play. Like they get to stop and have the the sit down meal with the kid and just enjoy the jokes and laughs at the table. The default parent is thinking about the next meal, tidying up, cleaning up, you know, maybe if there's more kids involved, might be looking after the other kid at the same time. Um, the, the default parent is, is thinking about how much has the kid eaten? Are they, is the kid eating all, you know, the veggies and and the meat and all the stuff that you want them to be consuming during that meal have they had enough water today do i need to top up that you know it's all the the big picture thinking and so that to me makes me feel boring i'm always i'm like meal times are a nightmare i feel because i'm always like come on next 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 you haven't eaten much i'm thinking about how much did she have for breakfast how much has she had for lunch has she had enough you know veggies today um this meal is she going to be hungry in the middle of the night because she hasn't had enough dinner i'm thinking i'm my lens is zoomed out in a sense so i'm the boring one that's always hounding her about eating and you know trying to rush meals and it's just it it i think it's draining to me but it's also like when i take a step back and look at myself i'm like am i really this person that's just never fun i never just go you know what stuff it we're having i don't know smoothies for dinner let's make it fun i imagined myself cooking with my kids and doing fun stuff and now I'm just like I don't know if it's I'm wired differently now whatever it is but I feel like I am the one that's I don't do those things because I'm I'm multitasking so much so cooking for me is very basic and it's happening at the same time as me doing laundry or the same time as me you know having to make some kind of appointment or or whatever it is I'm I'm never just like Let's forget the rest of the house and sit in the kitchen and make the big mess and, you know, you know, picture those movies where flowers flying through the air and everyone's laughing and that just, that doesn't happen in my world. I want it to, like, I really want it to. I just feel like I need to know how to switch off from everything else to not be the fucking boring parent. And I'm not referring to you know anything to do with feeling guilty about not being present in the moment it's not about being you know a fun clown of a parent either for me it's just you know finding those moments where I I'm not always the one that's like the house has to be clean the dishes need to be done the laundry needs to be done we have to leave the house by this time we have to because I feel like that's always me I'm even you know I just feel like that's that's the role that I've that I've landed into and it's it makes me feel like I if I was my kid I'd think I was pretty bloody boring and I hate it um 
And yeah, I just, I want that to change. And I just don't know how without letting go of some default parenty stuff I'm sure there's ways to find opportunities you know like I said there's ways to go up to the shops just with the purpose of buying an ice cream but I still have to think ahead about what else needs to be you know what else needs to be bought what else needs to be done so it's I can I can create those moments but I find it hard to do it authentically and spontaneously I can easily go let's jump in the car and stuff that will just go out and not even think about sleep or or anything you know um, we'll just worry about that when it comes but the reality is that I'm always keeping one eye on the clock I'm always you know thinking about what has to happen tomorrow and I think I think part of the issue is it really comes down to obviously it's concerned for my kids but if I if I don't keep my eye on those things if I don't have some focus on routine and some focus on you know structure and you know when it does fall apart it falls apart on on me that's the thing and I feel like that's where that's where I've got to find a way to have moments where I'm like let's just fuck it and have fun without everything falling apart honestly I feel like at the moment even with just daily shit like I feel like if I if I drop the ball on laundry, this is I can't believe how many times in my podcast I talk about laundry. This is how boring I am. This is how boring I've become. If I drop the ball on laundry, I'm just gonna suffer more tomorrow. So how you tell me, how do I get out of this cycle of how do I just be sporadic and spontaneous and just go, you know what, fuck it, I'm just dropping dropping it today and I'm going to go out with my kids and have some fun and not suffer later. Like that's that's what I just I want to get out of that. I'm not – I've never been more organized than I am now. I'm not an organized person and I've fallen into having to be organized and I want to let it go. I really want to let it go. I'm tired of feeling boring. I'm tired of feeling tied to stupid tasks that don't really amount to anything because they just keep the ongoing like cleaning and laundry but those things are the things that come back and bite me later same with same with you know routine and and you know kid related stuff so I would love to just go you know what stuff it let's not have a nap and go to somewhere fun and spend the whole day out but I know that if I don't plan ahead the one that suffers is going to be well obviously my kid but I'm also going to suffer so I have to do it for my sanity as well so I don't know I feel I I just somehow have to find like I said those pockets of time to not feel boring and uh, do them in really um, planned and controlled and non-sporadic ways which is boring so a bit of a vicious cycle I guess clearly this is something that I'm still navigating and have no answers on (laughs) So if you've listened to this episode wondering how to not be boring, that's definitely not what you're going to get from me because I don't I don't have the answer. I right now it's a it's a cycle. It's a vicious cycle of have pockets of fun and do them in a really controlled, measured way because the consequences of letting it all go and not being the default parent is that they're going to bite you in the ass at the end. So yes, we're all in this together though. If that helps, that's that's the only um, piece of, I don't know, consolation I have for you. That you're, we can all be boring together, 
with our pooches out and just being boring and and hoping for the day that we can have some spontaneous fun and not feel like boring mums. And on that very sad and somber negative note, I don't know, I feel like I'm in a mood today so I'm not going to try and twist it around. It is what it is. We're boring and we're just going to have to live with it. Oh, that's so dramatic. Of course not. I just feel, I feel like it feels, I feel like I feel boring. Wow, I don't know how, what I'm saying anymore. It's so late and I'm just so like, so fucking tired. Um, I struggle with, with the sense of being boring. It it fucks with my identity a bit and I'm in my, let's say in this season of my life, I have to do the things that make me feel boring and that we're just going to call it that. Uh, I don't know if this this resonates with anyone, but if it does, thank you for being boring with me and one day we're going to see it all turn around. And on that note, I'm here to remind you to trust your gut, be kind to your pooch. I hope you're well. Uh, have a good week and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.